welcome to the Momgasm podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. Before we get too far into this fucking thing. Hi, friends. Hello, friends. It's Lindsay. It's Sarah. We're here. It's been a while. It has. We've missed you. Uh-huh. A lot. Actually, a lot. Yeah. And that's why we are here. We love you guys. And yeah. we have some news. Yeah, we do. We have some news. And what better way to deliver it than through... As close as as close to we can get is like an in person sit down dinner, right? Date. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't want to do text babies. <laughs> like I was like, wouldn't it be hilar- Wouldn't it be amazing if we? I don't know. I just had this vision of us like on stage, and all of our listeners are in the crowd, and we're just like, "Hey guys, it's not you, it's me." Oh my god, no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a horrible image. Fuck. I don't know. I thought they'd just be like amicable. We could all share the love and be like, oh, it was a great chapter. Dude. We love each other. If I invested money (laughs) to go see a show and it was a breakup. How amazing would that be? No. Not for me. You get a front row seat into what it looks like to amicably break up. No, I would ball my face off. I'd be like, I wasn't anticipating this. What is this? And I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. But you didn't pay for this. So it's different. I guess in my mind, I saw it as like people knew that they were going to the show, what the show would be about. Oh, okay. And then it would be just like this. No, yeah, it wouldn't be a welcome to Momgasm live show. People think you were going to put on a comedy oh, show. That's, that's and what I was like, no, we're breaking up. Surprise, bitches. <laughs> like, that would be traumatic. <laughs> oh God. Um, so if you haven't figured it out yet, things are changing things are changing i'm probably gonna cry this whole episode it's okay i did bring the box of tissues you did that was my request i asked you i was like i'll get the champagne you got the champagne you bring the tissues mm-hmm. <sighs> i so this has kind of been like a lingering thing for a while and when we got together we talked the other day i was like it was like as we were talking that i had this idea where i was like i really feel like we need to do a final episode. I was yeah. like, it feels like, whoo, she go cry. <laughs> I don't know. It feels, it just feels like, the best, it just feels true to like, what we've done, with this entire show, where it's like, the whole point is, let's be human, let's be vulnerable, let's talk about the hard shit. And part of the hard shit is like, well, what happens when you're at a point where you need to go on to something else? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's hard. Like, it's hard and it's uncomfortable and it sucks. Um, and we didn't like, or at least I anyway, was like, I how what is the best way for us to not just come out and say it? <laughs> Just not not break an up an Instagram via, post, right? Not break up via text, but to like come out and say it, and then also have the opportunity to kind of talk about all of the things that you maybe haven't seen since we went quiet last November. Yeah, right. So it's it's like I know there's so many people 
that I'm sure are listening to this now. Hi, I love you. That have been like anxiously yeah. awaiting the return of momgasm. And I mean, that that was also like very much me for, for a long time. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, what, what's the best way that we can meet those people in that space and and share yeah what's going on and and what's up because it's 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 not like yeah I'm losing my words but it's okay um no yeah I I I agree I'm when you came up with the idea to do this episode right away it just immediately felt right and I just want to touch on what you just said about like anxiously waiting since November and um I, I feel like it would be great to like kind of catch everybody up on what has happened over these last few months and yeah. what's been going on with between you and I and in our lives. Um, so if everyone remembers like back in November, we were like, we're taking December off. Which and we usually do. Which we usually do. And it's a great time for us to just like spend time with our family, devote that, just devote all of our attention to our families. And then after Christmas came and went... I was left feeling like I wasn't ready to return at mm. all. Like, not at all. I was feeling burnt out. And we we must have talked pretty shortly after, like in January. And we're like, yeah, it's okay. We don't have to return just yet. Was it in January I don't or remember. I don't remember either. But I feel like Instagram will have the answers. Because I feel like I posted every time we kind of talked. Where I was yeah. like, hey, like... We're taking our time. We're not trying to rush this because that's like that's something that I'm trying to adopt in my life in both the micro and the macro sense in like my everyday life and also in the numerous businesses that I am involved in. (laughs) But that like resisting that need to run on some kind of pressured timeline. Yeah. Right. Or this like perceived pressured timeline of you you show up not because you're invested or not because you have the energy but you show up because of that pressure to show up or that pressure to do something and that's something that like I am trying to not engage with anymore so it felt really good to just be like okay yeah like we don't have to we don't have to rush this yeah I remember you saying that specifically on the phone I was like in tears I was like I don't know what I want to do and I'm just like oh what's happening and you were like, it's okay. Like, momgasm's never, like, it's not going away. It's always mm. going to be there. If we need to take more time to come back to it, we, we can know take it's as going much time. away. And now it's going away. <laughs> <What the fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> but, but kind of, kind of, and kind of not is where I'm at. But well. I mean, there's a portion of it's going away. Yeah. The podcast is going away. But I stand firm in that I don't think you and I are going away. I don't think the Well, I'm not going to die anytime no, soon. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, we are in a pandemic. Yeah, so. okay. Oh. Like, let's not talk about that. I'm also watch. I literally, because I'm, like, in mourning and grief, and I was like, I don't, I knew that we were doing this. I was like, I can't do today. I just can't do it. Yeah. And so I literally sat down and watched Sweet Tooth on Netflix all day, which, if you haven't watched it. I've only watched one episode. It's delightful, but it's also, like, pandemic yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, it's so. pretty on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's so many things. I'm like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our life but there's animals yeah yeah right <laughs> sorry in classic Lindsay fashion squirrel uh. moment <laughs> but yeah no continue um 
but yeah, so we had the conversation and um, as the months dwindled by in that conversation, I had said to you, you know, let's check in with each other around summertime and like, see how we feel and we'll come back to it. And cause I was just really not turned on by the idea at all of returning mm. to a podcast, not returning to the, the workflow. Um, I felt like I was coming to a, uh, a crossroads in my life and, um, I guess like I can touch on some of that. Um, I guess it fits into this, this story it arc. It informs the story. This informs the story. And the decision. So <laughs> this informs it. So, um, basically what I was saying to Lindsay the other night on the phone, um, Back in 2020 of us recording Mangasm, listeners, if you are a devoted listener, you will remember the really uh, hard time that my partner and I and Ollie were going through. We had separated. We recorded an episode in the middle of it. Um, So obviously I didn't uh, foresee a marriage separation happening when I began Mangasm. Um, Mm. I was like, when we started Mangasm, I was really fired up. We were both so fired up about talking about motherhood and sexuality Mm. and really just uncovering sex in all its Mm. forms and taking away the taboo. And like, I felt that with such fire and passion Mm. and it fueled my day every fucking day. And I didn't want to stop. Um, and then when Ollie and I really hit the fucking just rock bottom, I wanted nothing to do with talking about sex. Mm. it was so hard for me to show up in this space and have these heartfelt vulnerable conversations when I would go home and I'd be home every day depressed shattered just nothing and Mm. I remember showing up so many times and being like Lynn's like I'm not doing too good like I don't know how I'm gonna do this But we just kept going and I was like, I'm going to do what I can and show up how I can and I'm just going to choose the best for myself every fucking Mm. day. And I knew that every time I showed up here and I we would hug and we would shoot the shit, I would leave. I would go home feeling a bit better, Mm. but it just got it felt like it was pulling teeth to a certain extent. And I I felt like I was doing a disservice to to the listeners to momgasm um, by not being. By feeling like, um, by knowing that my marriage was in ruins, Mm. how could I then go talk positively about relationships and sexuality? Mm. Like, all I wanted to talk about was just how miserable I was. Um, So there was, like, a lot of, um, I guess, imposter syndrome to to an extent. Like, yeah, I would say that. Um, And then when I started my art therapy journey... That really, again, totally shifted what I thought was possible for myself and what I was capable Mm. of doing. And at the end of my art therapy journey of uh, in the summer of last year, I really started to believe in myself that I could be a creative guide, um, that I could work in the art as therapy world. And that's what I've wanted to do since I was 16 Mm. years old. And so when I finally believed in myself and started opening up these opportunities by creating sanctuary, that was a turning point. It was a cataclysmic point. Mm. And I knew that I 
it it just changed really everything for me mm. and so when when december rolled around and then after december i was in this crossroads crossroads point of like i don't feel called to do the podcast anymore like i haven't felt called to do the podcast for a while and i've been showing up because i'm committed mm. but there's this other thing that i'm so in love with and that speaks to my soul and that has been something that has been a part of my life for so long and it feels like this chapter is just starting mm. um and so i uh, we had that conversation i kind of just made it up in my head of like i don't know where i'm going i don't know what i want to do i know i don't want to say goodbye to mongasm i know i don't want to close the chapter on this like i'm not ready to do that like i really did not feel ready to say goodbye and I just told myself, I'm just going to ride this wave for however long I need to until I have some clarity. And I was anxiously waiting. Mm. I was like, I so many times felt um, like I was letting you down, like I was letting the listeners down. There was so many times that I just really was depressed and didn't know what I wanted. Um but I just kept trusting, I just kept trusting that the answer would come eventually. And, um, and then it came uh, last Friday in the morning. And then you messaged me that evening and mm. we're like, we need to talk. And it was so serendipitous. It was like that morning, I just had a moment of clarity of like, okay, no, I think I'm done with the podcast. I think this is it but I don't want to stop working with Lindsay. I don't know what we're meant to create next, but I know it's no longer a podcast for me anymore. And when we spoke that night and you were in tears about how, about your devotion to conversation and creating spaces, I knew then and there that this wasn't for me anymore. Just by looking at how much love you have for this platform, I, one wanted to s to support whatever venture you go into next uh, that creates spaces for people to talk and two it it really solidified for me that yeah this is this is the turning point like i'm ready to walk away from <sighs> this and it sucks because it's like we've there's everything that we've built i'm so incredibly proud of it's hard same yeah and I don't want to close the Instagram page. I don't want to. I don't want to close the den. I, 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 I value the den lives forever. The den lives forever. I value these places. These places are a part of of my healing and where I've gotten to. You know, the people who we have interviewed and the conversations that we've had. It's gotten me to where I am. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, momgasm felt like an initiation. Like, it threw yeah. me into the fucking fire. I don't know if you know this about <laughs> me. It's kind of what I do for people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was I a guinea pig all along? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you knew what you were getting into. So, yeah. Ugh. I guess that's the gist of it. Yeah, it's, like, I still remember, like, the first conversation that we had after the break where... Like, I was 
clearly and forever always still in it because this like you said is like a f- it is a platform that I not only see the value in but like fuels me it's also like where so many nuggets of genius come out of me and it's just something that oh it's your outlet in so many in so many ways um and so for me and like talking about sexuality and pleasure and motherhood and all of that juicy shit is forever gonna be shit that turns me the fuck on like it's it was never a question of me not wanting to continue doing something but it was like there was a point where you had said like well you can continue on without me and I'm like it's not the same yeah it's not like I'm not interested in continuing this project without you like it just it wouldn't be the same and it's funny because it's like my lovely husband who just walked into the room to take the dog out thank you love you (laughs) was like doing what the lovely supportive partner does and like spitballing ideas he's like what if you had like an audition and like tried to find somebody or like i don't know make it fun i was like i i was like sure i could do all those things i just don't want to yeah i was like i don't want to i was like i this this existed and happened because it was supposed to and it's like the there is no momgasm without both of us mm-hmm. although that being said like momgasm also lives as an entity outside of us and like yeah. is the fucking community that plugged into us and and the thing that's really fucking cool which i've been thinking about a lot lately um outside of the fact that we get to say featured on oprah you know that's kind of cool that's so bizarre <laughs> i can't wrap my head around that one <laughs> but wow i keep having this thought where i'm like this will always be accessible. This will continue to get new listeners. This will like, even in the last couple of weeks, we've had a couple of new people um, who are like, just started listening to the show. Want to join the den? Like, and it's, it's that like remembering that this will live on um, as, as it is, it's like this, this memoir or like audio diary in a sense of, of something that I, am so deeply passionate about and something that did bring so much like freedom to people I Mm -hmm. think and like that for me is what I'm invested in is just bringing people well a bringing people home to their bodies please yeah Yeah. but ultimately it's it's providing them that sense of freedom yeah right where it's like we talk about the things that are uncomfortable because when you do talk about the things that are uncomfortable or that you've been told that you need to feel discomfort around they lose their power and it's like it, the act of talking about things and being in spaces where stuff that has been labeled taboo is talked about mm-hmm. you that thing not only loses its power but it's you actively reclaiming your own power within that and it's like that's so much of of what we've been able to do and i'm really interested to see how that continues on for me anyway yeah. i don't well i kind of know what's gonna happen i kind of you kind of know i kind of know and i'm really excited happen. about what you're what you're I gonna continue to do i'm pretty it's one of those things where i'm like this is either gonna be fucking stupid or genius like it's very yeah it's somewhere in that space 
which genius. I feel like the best things are. Yeah, it's genius. <laughs> it's weirdly genius. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. I um. There's so many things that I want to say, and um, one of them being that. You know, if you're listening, and maybe this is your first time listening, and you're like, "Oh shit, I've caught them too late." Um, go back and listen. Yeah, go back and listen through all of it. And like, I guess one thing that maybe, um, I well, I don't think I've said yet, but I don't even know if I've said to you, is that I don't have all the answers. The only thing that I know is that I'm, I don't have the passion to continue a podcast. Mm but and and thanks you're welcome <laughs> and i um i have the passion to keep to keep creating with you and mm. i don't like and i'm not saying we're not going to create for momgasm and i don't think you're saying that mm. either no like i i feel like yeah it's it's such it's such an unknown yeah. at this point like it doesn't it's one of those things where i'm like well we need to know what it is we will know what we it will is know. um and like i we also as individuals do like a whole host of really cool shit yeah that if you're not plugged into yet like hello what in. are you doing yeah <laughs> you missing out honey but and <laughs> Hey, <laughs> and um, like I definitely, I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna need some time. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like lick my fucking wounds, and like cry my fucking face off for a while. Hmm. <sighs> um, there's always room for something, right? And there's like. As long as you don't fuck off, I'm <laughs> no, I'm not fucking off. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't I me giving myself permission to fuck off. This is I mean, fuck on, please. Fuck on. <laughs> this is me giving myself permission to yeah to close a little chapter, to know like you know that was one thing that I guess I'm proud of myself about is is uh, knowing when it was time to to end it because my record my uh my record is to keep people pleasing and to mm. keep doing things that I don't want to do mm. and um so I'm I am proud of myself for for feeling into that and feeling it wholly and for allowing the time for allowing the time you know it was seven months I mean it was a long fucking time it for was me. a long time <laughs> But it it was such a it wasn't an easy choice. No, I know. It was it was an emotional roller coaster. This was something that I on so in so in so many ways that perhaps one day I will articulate uh wholly and you know be able to encompass everything. Oh, you'll fucking paint it. No, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably tonight i'll go paint it um but momgasm was a catalyst in such radical healing in my life mm. and such challenges so many challenges so many incredible challenges that i've faced 
in in talking about sexuality I had to face my own wounds in real time Mm -hmm. as we were having the conversations there was many times I was triggered and just talking through it and just continuing the conversation and then I would go home and be like oh wow this fucked me up I got to do some work here Mm. and um yeah I think that the breaking point was my marriage breaking apart and I was like looking back at all the ways that momgasm was a positive you know, I don't think that my ma- my marriage breaking apart was a negative thing. I think it was a positive thing. And I know that momgasm and the work that we did um, really contributed to me and Ollie finally looking at the fucked up shit in our, mm. in our lives. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, that was impressive. I wonder if they heard that. Very garlicky. <laughs> I did turn away. I tried to save you. <laughs> But you know, just just talking about imploding marriages (laughs) while I while you implode while I belch like a fucking animal. (laughs) (laughs) So nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Um, Fuck, it's so smelly. (laughs) Is it still honey garlic? Yeah. And the bubbles from this like sparkling wine are not not helping the belching situation. Yeah, the burps are intense with this. I'm not mad about it. They come on quick. They do. Um. I don't. Okay. Imagine. It was like a horse noise. No! <laughs> 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 So you were saying nice to know the magic is a god. Um, <laughs> um, I actually don't remember what I was saying. I know I was talking about my imploding marriage. Um, you were talking about how momgasm was absolutely a catalyst for both imploding your marriage in the sense that I would say like continuing conversations about sexuality and what literally weekly revisiting what healthy sexuality is and can look like gave you an opportunity to be like this is not what i actually want and not what i deserve and therefore like let's let's detonate some shit yeah and rebuild yeah yeah absolutely and so you know being then coming back to the podcast you know after the implosion of the marriage was a lot of the times it was just really really triggering for Mm. me and um so that break was really beneficial in many ways um and i guess like going back to how we were just saying how um your creative outlet is speaking is writing is creating those spaces to have conversation like that Oh, has really always for a decade has been the the backbone of your business of loving myself loudly. Mm. You know, when you gather in circle and yoga or in retreats, like conversation is the backbone and you're such a wonderful listener and you're such a wonderful speaker. And, and, you know, I really got a wonderful glimpse into that through momgasm and you really challenged me because before momgasm, I didn't speak about half the shit that I felt and to show up here every week and just keep 
punching the fucking dead horse inside of me. <laughs> just like, Why is the horse dead? Because it what was. The horse? Maybe it was just in a coma. Maybe. It probably was, yeah. It was It was. We frozen, woke man. the horse. It was paralyzed, and we woke the fucking horse. <laughs> it was like, I want to sleep more, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a teenage horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, but then I guess... Yeah, coming back to like the creative outlet and and coming back to art being my 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 lifeblood in so many ways, you know, doing the art therapy all of last year and then really stepping into that and offering that to other people really struck me and it took me a while to like fully comprehend what I was doing and how I was showing up. And how different it was to how I h- how I had showed up for my entire life. Mm. It it struck me, and I think part of that seven months was also just coming to terms with who I was mm. and how much I had changed, and how much had changed in my life. So much had changed, and yeah, pandemics will also do that. Pandem fucking pandemic, <laughs> like <laughs> it was. F- yeah, I, m- I mean, yeah, and so. Um, I know, so bubbly. I'm just choking on wine. (laughs) 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 Fuck. So, yeah, like, um, I discovered that I want to serve my community by showing up in spaces where I help people connect to art as Mm. a tool for communication, as a tool for soul connection, as a tool for healing. And that's, that feels like a dream come true for me. Like, that is where I need to be as much as you need to be in these spaces with Mm. these conversations, I need to be in those spaces and I need to keep being there. And that's where little Sarah wants me to be. Little Sarah was shit fucking scared every time I showed up here, Mm. but it was so good for her. It was good for her to finally face this fucking shit. But now I'm like, okay, we did the thing. We did that thing, girl. You and I did it. Little Sarah, like we did that shit. Lindsay fucking, she woke that paralyzed (laughs) horse. (laughs) I'm literally picturing me as a cartoon with like a fucking defibrillator machine literally just running over to a dead horse that has your hair. (laughs) 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 Clear! Please, somebody who's in our community, draw that for us. Maybe I'll paint that tonight. I'll paint Please. the the, uh, the paralyzed horse. <laughs> you showing up, with hair like, flowing in the wind, the, the fucking paddles in my hand. <laughs> I got you, girl. We're gonna talk about clitorises <laughs> and butt stuff. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> we gonna have some anal. <laughs> No, but like, you know, I guess, and then on that note, like, thank (laughs) you. But thank you. I was like, on the anal note? (laughs) (laughs) It's always about butt stuff. God. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep some consistency here. Oh, shit. No. um, But yeah, thank you for like. For all the times, you know, we both showed up. We bo- both showed up and we did the work. But there was so many times where 
I'd be like, Linz, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I want to show up tonight. Um, this is a really hard topic for me. Sometimes even in interviews, I'd be like, I don't know how we're going to talk about this. Like, I'm scared to talk about this. This makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm. And you always held such amazing space. Um, which sometimes made me feel like, fuck, like, I feel like I should be more like we're holding s- both holding space for this person. But sometimes it was you holding space for me and the other mm. person. Um, and sometimes I was holding space for you. Um, but whether you realized it or not, there was a lot of healing going on for oh yeah my journey in momgasm. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I didn't realize that, <laughs> we would have a lot more concerning things considering my line of work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's like something that I keep coming back to within this, other than like, we will live on forever, um, is like any, anything in this life, some things, it's like a relationship, any kind of relationship that you have. Sometimes when you're in a space, of growth and you're in that place of choosing yourself or learning to choose yourself and unpacking the trauma and doing the work and showing up, which you've fucking done. Mm -hmm. You get to a point where you're like this thing that ignited me, this thing that, that propelled me forward and allowed me to access these parts of myself that, that I didn't maybe didn't even fully realize were there has served its purpose. And now it's time for me to like, move on not to greener pastures because fuck that but just to whatever is next right and it's like i sound cool as a fucking cucumber saying that now (laughs) but it's it's that it's like i wrote a piece today on my patreon talking about like death cycles and like because a big part of my journey has been really recognizing death cycles and life cycles and how death cycles make room for rebirth and like mm. so much of this for me oh i'm gonna cry again i don't think i've stopped though for real <laughs> but so much of this feels just like another death cycle like it's that that opportunity for uh, some sort of dissolution so that whatever is next can make itself known and it's like I was talking about it today where it's like I very much feel in like the middle space like that liminal middle space where it's like the death is actively happening but it's like across the water you can see that glimmer of light and it's like for me a lot of the the work right now is is the like I know I have the capacity to like grab hold of that piece of light and be like fuck it let's just go but for me a lot of this is like you how much more will you have if you go slow and actually fully embrace the death cycle and like sink into it and just let it fucking take you while knowing that like that light on the shore can stay there Mm. and whenever it is time it's like how much more can you bring to it when you're actually ready to embrace it rather than like clinging to it because you're like this will get me out of this uncomfortable shit yeah and so it's interesting how it's like a lot of a lot of my work especially over the last probably two years or more has been like this 
recognizing all of the different death cycles within the micro and the macro and like really getting good at being present within them and like this one is significantly more uncomfortable than i would like it to be (laughs) yeah but it's it's also as annoying and uncomfortable as it is in so many ways it also there's also so much of me that's like but this is this is necessary and this is what needs to happen right now um yeah yeah and it's it's like no part of me as horrible as all of this feels (laughs) in this moment and in like the many moments over the last like couple of months it's there's still no part of me will ever regret eating ramen with you and be like do you want to do a podcast (laughs) (laughs) that moment will just forever be a benchmark moment in my life right fuck like forever oh yeah we've had so many like amazing moments well, over. it's like, okay, let's go, actually, let's, yeah. like, take this as a moment to, like, go over all the fucking ridiculous shit that has happened. Yeah. And, like, n- let's not just say that has happened because we made that shit happen. We allowed that shit to happen. But you follow. Um, Winning the podcast competition. Uh, girl, I wasn't even there yet. I was <laughs> like, first, the fact that we ate ramen. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, no. Yeah. First, the fact that we actually, like, consistently got together three times in a row in the span of, like, a month and a half. Yeah, after that- not seeing each other for, like, a year or more. If not more. Two years? Because I was in London, Ontario for a year. For a long time. So, like, I remember, I remember seeing you when I was pregnant with Henry. Yeah, you came here. So that was when I moved back. So we moved back, and then I saw you that one time, and then I had Henry, and then we got together. Or when Henry moved. No. Oh my god. We no. got together after Roland. After Roro. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, we hadn't seen each other for like four years or something. No, it would have been two, three years. It yeah, was a long time, shit, dude. Wow. So like, the fact that that we were like hey, let's do something. And we like organized it and then did it two more times within the span of like a month and a half. That in itself was a fucking miracle. Yeah. And then from the point that you said like, yes, to like me getting on a plane and going to Costa Rica yeah, and like seeing all of these ridiculous (laughs) signs of like there being a papaya tree and it being papaya season, like, while I was right. there and I was like, what the fuck? There's a, oh my God, what? <laughs> and like the frantic text messages that we were sending to then like come home, launch the show, do the things, fucking yeah. find the best intro music that ever existed. Like there's sounds of kids in the beginning of that intro, like kids crying. Like I don't understand how much better we could have like, <laughs> like what the fuck? We went through so many of them, and as soon as we found out, we were like, oh, we're like, oh it, that's the vibe. God. There it is. There it yeah, is. Yeah, it still is the vibe. And, like, to then, like, have a show. I think we had the show for a month and a half or something. I think we had, like, ten episodes out, and then we won that fucking compo- competition. Man. We, like, showed up, and we were like, it was so f- We were cocky as shit. So cocky. I was like, I don't know about you, but we already fucking won. These people are jokes. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. I love you. 
we were just in the zone, as you all saw. <laughs> we were really in the zone, man. We had T-shirts that we made. We that did. Said you ironed on. You yeah. ironed on that shit. It said, "What does it say on the back? Embrace." The, the juiciness, juiciness of, of motherhood. motherhood. That's still oh fuck. Yep. I still. I mean, I still have it. I still have it too. It. She. She is. She, yeah. Days. It's. It's. Pr- yeah. Haggard. It's very haggard. The iron on is very apparent <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we fucking won five hundred bucks. Yeah. We won some sweet gear. Yeah. We like showed up and pissed all over that stage, and we're like, "You're gonna pick us. Nobody else." Yep. And then we went on. What else did we fucking do? I feel like we did the retreat pretty soon after that. The the, the podcast competition was in March. And then, okay, no, wait. The retreat was then in September. What did we use the $500 for? We invested it into something. I know. I remember us investing into something. I can't remember what it was at this point. I remember we were, like, so stoked that we invested into this really cool thing. Anyway. Excuse me. Oh my god, I'm like pulling away and I'm still confident that you can still hear it. Yeah. Ooh, pretty good. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No podcast episode is complete without Lindsay burping. No. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to my my life and my digestive system. It's real cute. Um so yeah, we won the podcast competition. I'm trying to think of like other standout big fucking moments we were on turn me on which is pretty fucking cool oh yeah that was that summer wasn't it it was and like yeah. it was funny because like jeremy hosted or was the mc for the competition right and then we got to go on the show for their mother's day 100th episode or yeah. something something like that i don't remember yep mother's day yeah which was their 100th episode and it was mother's day and halifax cock explosion was that summer too <laughs> So we literally got up on stage for like five minutes. You put on a giant strap. It was 15, strap. Me, 15 minutes. Was it 15? I think oh, it, was yeah, 15 it was 15 minutes. And it was us and like some other podcasts. It was us. Uh, nighttime podcast. Right. Art Pays Me podcast. Oh, fucking love. And Ruth's podcast. And Optimistically Depressed. Yes. And we had a very different <laughs> flavor and presence. Then our fabulous podcasting uh, people, presenters. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ruth had the crowd in, like, tears. Uh-huh. And then the Nighttime Podcast, he had everybody talking about aliens and, like, really spooky. Um, and then the other podcast was talking dick-dooled. about... Yeah, yep. Yeah. Then we, we legit got on stage with strap-ons and dick-dooled. <laughs> And everybody was roaring. Like, people did not stop laughing the entire set. It was a good time. I'm, I'm going to miss that. That was great. I feel like we should just randomly, like, once a year, yeah. be like, Momgasm Revival, let's do a live show. I legit thought about that last night. I was like, would Lindsay be into that? Oh. Like, just doing a live show whenever? 150%. Because, like, it doesn't matter how long we've seen each other. As soon as we get together, we're just like, yeah, it gets weird. Shit. It gets fucking weird. It gets fucking weird. <laughs> Especially if we have props. Right? Oh, my God. And we both love being on stage. I live for the stage. Yeah. I've literally been born for the stage. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows this about me. So my bad. literal dream was to be an actress when I was a kid. That was I was convinced that that is what I would do in this world. See, I wanted to be a rock star. So I was like, I am born so for So we pair really well together. Stage. Right? Yes. So 
Perfect. If you'd like to book Momgasm in your hometown, email us at momgasmpodcast at gmail.com. Please do. Please. I'm we not will, kidding. We will I'm not actually up. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, even though the podcast is coming to an end, it's like, yeah. what in whatever way that we feel inspired to create and show up as Momgasm, yeah. I know that we'll both do it. Like, oh, for sure. Right? It's just, it, it, yeah, the podcast for me just came to a point of just like, I... I don't think I fully comprehended when we first had the conversation how much work a podcast was. Oh, yeah. Except for I'm still like, if I do another one, I'm I'm <sighs> figuring out the outsource, way baby. to make... I'm not even going to outsource it. I'm ga- uh, Well... Oh, yeah. I oh, I remember I'm figuring yeah. out a way to make it as... Simple. Simple. Literally, like, record, go. Yeah. As possible. That's the way to do it. Because it's... Well, it's, it just... Yeah. Anyway, continuing about our track record of history of um, amazing things. I know so there's more things that I that are probably in between like talking about the live show and this moment, but Cynthia motherfucking Loist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cynthia motherfucking Loist was on the show, which was like probably one of my favorite conversations. Yeah, as far as interviews go. That interview with Cynthia, and then literally the week later, the interviews with Alexandra Pope and Sonny Hugo Wolitzer of the book. I love how I almost forgot that they were on, and also, like, top five, for sure. That is is one, like, that was mind-blowing. I I have the email that Alexandra sent me. I have it printed out and in my studio on the wall. I love that. Because that was, like, that... That book changed my life in so many ways. That's a good fucking book. Get that book. Wild, wild power. Get that book. Um, if you have a menstrual cycle. Yeah, if you have one. If you have a uterus, it is a book for you. Yep. If you want to learn more about a menstrual cycle. Or maybe it. if you want to support your partner who has a right? uterus. And there's a guy. They actually interviewed a guy who r- read the book because he is in a relationship with a person who has a menstrual cycle. And he was talking about how important it is for people who are in relationships with other people who have menstrual cycles to read this book and to understand what menstrual cycles are really about. Mm-hmm. And like, I fully fucking agree. I mean, I don't think Ollie, like I've pretty much told Ollie, I mean, Ollie and I talk about inner seasons. He has an inner season, like he follows the cycle. So we pretty much, he doesn't really need to b- read the book, but I highly recommend it to anybody. It's like, I've not read, th- I've not hilarious. I recommend the book all the time. I've not read the fucking book. Yeah. But it's, it's something that has been in practice in my life for so long that yeah, it's like, do I need to read the book? And we've talked about so. it so much right? as like, well. <laughs> and when we've talked about it, you're like, yeah, I'm already doing that pretty much. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah you tell Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, it was like moving it from just the physiology into yeah. thinking about it emotionally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Right. Whole somatic experience. So, yeah, that interview, Cynthia interview. Cat Nance was pretty fucking great. Cat Nance was great. So was Luna Matata. I was literally going to say her Butt next. crinkles. Fucking. Never forget that. Kiss the crinkles, baby. Kiss the crinkles. Kiss We've the had, crinkles. like, there's been so many standout moments. And, like, the, the fucking going back to Atlantic Podcast Summit and like winning the year before and then being the headliner show yeah. was so fucking cool. That was so cool. Almost getting managers booked and then COVID happened. Yeah, we had lit I don't even know if we talked about this on the po- we must have talked about it on the I podcast. I don't think we did. But up until so uh when COVID hit of March of 2020, 
we had plans made to tour yep. uh, the Atlantic provinces. And it's funny because like I the other day to Je- I was talking to Jeff because I was like, um, and one of the, I was like, I'm calling it COVID killed momgasm. Because it's like in so in ways, ways, in yeah. so many ways, in the like all of the other fucking shit that like landed on our plates and like all of the ways in which things were stirred and in which things were like starved. Yeah. It just, it was hard to be creative. Absolutely. And on top of being a mother during a pandemic, huh? That was not cute. I don't like that look. Let's never go back, please. Yeah. So, it you know in in more ways than one creativity was killed for me yeah i definitely relate to that especially like i found um for me not being able to see people was really fucking hard yeah it was re- like we've talked about this entire episode like conversation is something that fuels me and it's also the thing that like for some people, journaling gives them the nuggets of wisdom for me, me, right? And, like, yes, I do still benefit and can, like, find things within my journaling. But I get so much more, so much faster. And, like, in such a satisfying way when it's in conversation. Yeah. And um, now accepting clients. <laughs> Plug that shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, it's just, it was really fucking hard. It was really, really fucking hard. I mean, the whole thing was hard. Yeah. The whole thing was hard. But the last month was really fucking hard. And it's interesting because it's like the, I was more well equipped in the last month because I shifted some things in my life. Like my something that I don't think I've talked about on the show at all is like my anxiety was really fucking bad this last year. Like both anxiety and depression were like, you can't see what I'm doing with my hand, (laughs) but it's like an overarching cloud of doom. Like they were probably the, the most present that they have been um, since like my teen years. Like it was, whoa, which was validating in some ways. Cause in, in my life in a lot of ways, um, just with like the, the narratives that my parents gave me, was that like a sly sniff? No, that was a burp. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were like, no, armpit smell. <laughs> that was, that was a very small burp. Nice. Um, yeah, like I grew up in a family that was very like, everybody has it worse than you narrative. Oh, like don't, validating. don't complain kind of thing or, and so what was, what has been interesting, um, especially over the last year, like experiencing a lot of really intense anxiety and depression is realizing like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, cool. So, so yeah. it was actually a thing. 
it was actually a problem mm-hmm. that probably should have been addressed. But it, it's like as hard as that cycle was, I, um, not that eating will fix your mental health conditions. <laughs> not what I'm advocating for here. Okay. Where are you going with this? However, <laughs> I, um, I did change a lot of, of what I was eating specifically. I started eating more like significantly more, hmm. a lot more. Hmm. And it, it has been really wonderful in the ways that it's like grounded me and given me what I need and like helped me be like, Oh fuck. Oh shit. We were under eating for a long time. Cool. 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 Mm. But it, even with, all of the tools and all of the things like that, that fucking two months or whatever the hell we were just in. Whoa. I'll mirror that. Yeah. I'm really grateful though, that I like figured out the things that I needed to shift to better support myself first. Cause it's like to imagine, like I, I, I do not know if I would have made it through had I not adjusted things before that's that like third lockdown hit. Mm. Cause it's, it was like a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And it's like, I signed off for a while, which was really great. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Oh, it was great. Signing off is always good. Great. It was really, really great. But it was like a big thing that came up in that I think was it two months it was like a month and a half to two months somewhere around Lins, there I don't even it know, felt man. like a year it did it's hard for me to comprehend it literally yeah. it it felt in so many ways like it was longer than the first it three really month chunk. honestly fucking did but I think so much of that was just the compounded exhaustion and trauma yeah. that we still had from that first three months where it's like it adds that like fear of like, oh my god! I remember how long it was last time. Oh my god! What what does the end look like? Holy shit! I can't fucking do another day. We're still counting down the days until our kids can have a sleepover. Oh man! Like that is what we've been at. Which like technically they can now. Which like hallelujah. But yeah, our in laws are elsewhere right now. Hmm. <laughs> But thank you for making that point, though. You made that point last night at the summer solstice you know, I, when we were in circle, which is totally off. Whatever. Anyway, you had also made that point when we were talking yeah. on the phone, and it was really validating uh, for me, and I think probably a lot of people who are listening right now, um, because one of the things that I identified through this third lockdown, because um, I, I, too, was dealing with depression and anxiety, um, was that my traumas and PTSD were playing in the background every day. Oh, that's like the day that I, the day that I signed off social media, I literally signed on, I did a live video and I was like, this is for all of my people who have like past trauma, who are anxious, like get off. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, you can use all of the grounding tools in the world. You can like center yourself. You can have the moment. The second you open your phone, you are literally opening yourself up to potential triggers i wish i had seen that because oh it's great it's still there um, somewhere <laughs> yeah because that did not happen i just kept opening my phone over and over and over again that first i gave myself i think a full week you did and it was really I feel like you gave yourself longer uh n- 
know, but I got better at like letting myself be quiet. So it's like I went from like posting every day or almost two times a day to like every three days. Yeah. And it was it was like really great. It was hard, though, because a lot of what came up for me in in that last lockdown was loneliness, like this deep fucking loneliness um yeah which was very uncomfortable (laughs) don't recommend it it's not fun to sit in but it was really yeah it was just like this last year I feel like year and a half now at least has been such a challenging humbling life dismantling fucking process and it's like so much of that like I can't look at the last year and a half and be like that had no play over what our decisions are and and what we're doing Mm -hmm. right because it's like when you go through something that is that traumatic because I nobody has nobody is fucking unscathed no nobody has come through this unscathed um I believe that at all there is there is those that are like doing better than others sure but like nobody is unscathed and it's like when you go through something that is like a slow burn trauma yeah when you have existing trauma yeah it's it's so much and it it's what i've experienced in the last year and a half or however fucking long it's been is like my capacity has been altered greatly. Yep. Agreed. And that's where it comes down to this, like not having the capacity to do momgasm in the way that we've done it before. And also being okay with like, well, we don't actually know what that looks like going forward. And also recognizing that that is not a very satisfactory answer for people who are listening right now. Yeah. Right? But it's in the same way that, like, I'm sure you who's listening to this right now has has had trouble finding your footing and has had trouble feeling connected to people and has had trouble, like, knowing what is next for you. Like, we're no different. We're human. We're in that space, too. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, in saying that, like we do have some pretty cool shit so much we cool do have shit. some pretty cool shit that's that's happening so much. um what cool shit do you have happening right now sarah or coming soon because i there was a little whispers at last night so i know that something's happening what was whispering last night hey we're allowed to have people in the shop again oh yeah there yeah 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 thanks bud. <laughs> um so currently what I've been having going on outside of when we're not in lockdown is um, I've been gathering people at this sweet little event um, that is called Sanctuary. Sanctuary is this, I don't even know how to describe Sanctuary. The way that I want to describe Sanctuary is that it's another dimension. That's what it feels like for me. I mean, that might feel unattainable for some people, so I don't really want to co-sign that for you. Because if I'm somebody who's like, 
I don't know. I'm not an artist. I want to kind of fuck around with paint. And somebody's like, it's another dimension. Come in. I it's might another shit, dimension. I might re- reality. I might shit my pants and be like, no, I'm not ready to blast off. No, ma'am. <laughs> but in a way, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, this is uh, fucking intergalactic Beastie Boys. Another dimension. Intergalactic. New, rea- <laughs> new reality. Intergalactic planetary. Um, Jeff would be in here singing. With right. You. Yeah. I love Beastie Boys. Um so sanctuary is basically a place that i ask uh whoever wants to show up to beginner um intermediate uh whatever have you uh whoever is attracted to creating art to creating um that's what i create these spaces for is for creation although i would encourage anyone who's listening to this who's feeling like immense resistance to the idea to go anyway because exactly so thank you and it's because and one thing i'll always say at uh sanctuary is i want you to make something ugly and because the reason i created sanctuary um was i really wanted to bring my love of creativity together with my love for community Mm. um and i wanted to do it in such a way where art finally felt accessible because even for me who i call myself an artist and have done for years art doesn't always feel accessible to me. Mm. I always believe that I have to be professional and I have to sell a certain amount, be in art galleries to even claim to be an artist. Mm. And I really got fed up with that. And I wanted to provide these spaces for people who felt creative to be able to be creative and be creative in such a way that felt empowering, you know? And so Sanctuary has kind of taken off. It started as this little event, this little tiny event that was happening at Fiends Co. And was I was it ever little? No, no, it was big for me, but it's it's uh, it's since grown. And um, through uh, these last seven months, um, I've also been learning a lot. I've been I took um, my <coughs> Reiki courses, and I'm hey. certified as Reiki level two. Same with three, you, though. three. So. I'm also combining my experience of creativity with energy and with healing and really bridging that gap for myself and for others between conscious and subconscious and how do we attain it? How do we connect with it? How do we communicate with our subconscious and how can we use it to heal ourselves? Mm. So that is happening that has been happening and continues to happen and the lockdown put a damper on it. It just uh it just like fucks some shit around. Fuck for some a shit around for a bit, but we will be I will be um continuing forward with sanctuary. You also do one on one things. One on one, yeah. So um <laughs> the thing that I birth Thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. The thing that I really the thing that's most so sanctuary is really close to my heart and sanctuary is like the the uh outward extension extension the way that i would explain sanctuary as somebody who is like gone to sanctuary Mm. is like an inner child playground Mm. for art where it's like you get to show up and almost anything that you could dream or desire to fuck around with and put your hands in Mm. is there and if it's not like i'm still waiting on the tissue paper (laughs) i'm still still waiting on the tissue paper right tissue paper (laughs) 
I gotta put that on my supply list. But if if like there's something that you know that you have that you're like hankering for, that you yeah. have like a hunger for to play with as a medium, like you can message Sarah and be like, Hey, do you happen to have this? Could you bring this? Mm. And it's really just a playground to show up and like get messy. Yeah. And be interested in whatever the mess unveils to you. Yeah. Because thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Um yeah that you really hit the nail on the head there because um my art therapy journey really brought my brought myself back to my inner child Mm. and it was through allowing myself to be messy and no longer trying to be perfect no longer trying to fit in the lines no longer trying to follow the rules and I realized that there is a need for that Mm. and not just myself but in other people Uh, literally I would argue everyone Creativity is a core component of everybody. It's also directly tied to your sexuality. Just about to say that. (laughs) It's directly tied. Sexuality is also a core component. The Mm. two go hand in hand. It's all about your sacral chakra. Inner child is also a core component of self. Um, So all these three things kind of inform the other. Mm. When you're not, when you're suppressing one or the other, um, it affects the other. You know, it it just, it's all linked. Um, So through my journey of sexuality i was able to really really connect to my creativity in a way that i had never Mm. connected to it before and realized this was something that i finally felt confident that i could be a leader in Mm. and that i could share and that i could help people with Mm. um so sanctuary is my business name and it encompasses the events that I that I host at Fiendsco or online. It also encompasses the Reiki work that I do, and I combine it with creativity. And it also encompasses my work as a creative guide. And the way that I just because creative guide is something a creative guide is a term that I just made up myself completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last session that I had with my art therapist, Evie who is amazing. She's local here at Halifax. If you want to connect with her, her name is Evie Dumville. She's amazing. I highly recommend art therapy. Um, I'm doing art therapy right now. Are you doing? I'll talk to you about this afterwards. Okay. Because I think <laughs> I know who you're doing it with and I'm really like, excited yeah. for you. <laughs> um, I need to book again. This is a reminder for myself. To <laughs> <laughs> um, so the way that Evie helped me because I felt like I was taking up a space that I shouldn't be taking up. Mm. Um, and we had talked about it and she had said to me, she said, Sarah, I want you, she said, look at it this way. Create your being a creative guide is like being a doula. The art therapist is being the midwife and the uh, psychologist is the doctor. She said, we are all, um, we're all important. Mm. And um, she said, the work that you're doing is just as important as the work that I'm doing. Mm. And so that, I felt like getting that validation from my art therapist, somebody who helped me and who I looked up to was like such a... (laughs) (laughs) Remember when we were like, yeah, sparkling wine, great idea. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I feel like I have a burp coming on. Yeah, I totally do. (laughs) Yeah! Oh, yeah. Um... (laughs) The sanctuary encompasses also my work as a creative guide where I work one-to-one with people and I help them um, connect to creativity, help them surrender, and also um, help to 
there's there's a level there's something new that's developing with um my work as a creative guide there's uh i don't know how to describe it just yet the way the only way that i can describe it is um it has to do with color some symbolism and uh the way that i would call it is i'm kind of like an art reader like a tarot reader I'm yeah, yeah. Like an art reader yeah um, well it's just it's the same it's the same as like being an energy interpreter exactly right it's just energy interpreter through a different color meaning and shape media yeah. right exactly yeah so that's taking shape um uh yeah and um there's there's a new project in the works that I'm really really excited about, um, and that is a film project. Cool. Um, film has kind of been like on my mind for a while. I work with my father-in-law who owns a film company, so he's been kind of like putting it in my brain of like, hey, if you ever want to make a film, let me know. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of getting to this point where I'm ready to make a film. I keep cool. having these visions of scenes, what the film will look like what I'm doing in the film. Um, and I've talked to a few people already and we've got a set that has been confirmed. Cool. Um, I'm confirming the, the film, film video videographer, videographer. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so I'm letting my mind expand. I'm letting my boundaries expand. I'm letting cool. what I think is possible expand. And I'm trying to, I'm allowing myself to really play mm. in many different forms of creativity. Um, and I love to do it. I think a central point to, to all of this as well is community always. Um, community has been such a focal point from COVID, mm -hmm. especially <coughs> a women-centered community. Um, I've identified that I have a need for sisterhood. Mm. Like a, I have space to devote myself to sisterhood. And I'm trying to um, create those spaces in as many ways as I can. Mm. Um, and showing up, just showing up in friendships more. I think that my hermiting ways really uh impacted how i showed up in my friendships mm. and now i'm kind of at a point where i'm like um these are a central point to my life please hang out with me more yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> please now now that the the third lockdown right? is pretty much over over kind of yeah where there is an there is that light yeah the, the light. distance is getting brighter and brighter and brighter yeah it's so funny because it's like you're talking about your work in sanctuary and literally sanctuary, 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 sanctuary all over my wall. Are all these art pieces? Not if you all don't of understand. them. Not all of them, but Some a lot of them. of them. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, which is amazing. It, it that's one of my um, long distance uh, goals is to have an art exhibit. Please. Of everyone who's come to Sanctuary. That would be really fun. Who wants to showcase pieces or a piece. Totally do that. Yeah. I'm trying to you figure out the space. already do that. Yeah. I have some ideas. We will talk later. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, let, let's so plug everybody about what you're up to. Oh, fuck. I feel like I'm up to a lot of things and also a lot of things that are 
kind of in transition and like making themselves known but the i mean yoga in the commons fuck yeah we're on it's summer baby yeah baby if you're in the hrm if you're not boo that sucks for you a little bit i mean maybe where you live is great good for you happy love you but (laughs) you can't come do yoga with me so you know mm. um yoga in the commons is back yoga in the commons is just so many ways it's my playground but it's also my church like it's Mm. it's just a place to show up and get people to be unapologetic in connecting to their bodies like the way that I teach yoga is literally my sole goal as a practitioner is to ground you in your body and I feel like that is like a, a a common theme in any and all of the work that I do, whether it's having a conversation with somebody or teaching them a yoga class or whatever it is like my, so much I'm realizing of my goal is to plug birthing humans back into their body. Mm. Anybody with a pussy, I serve pussy, (laughs) which is like, nobody is surprised by this. No, nobody. And I, I just have this like deep hunger to provide space as an opportunity for folks to get in their bodies more and really start opening up that line of communication that so many of us have had fractured or broken at some point in our lives. Because when we come home to our body, we literally get to remember who the fuck we are. Yeah. And it's like the brilliance and magic of life is remembering that you are an infinite soul in a body. now here on this earth and when you actually engage in the spaces where you're you're showing up within your body in a way that you are devoted and like present and in engaged in almost this ritual sense Mm. you show up so much more profoundly Mm. and you don't get stuck in the same way on the little shit Mm. You just you move and you exist and you let life just fucking have its way with you. Mm. And it's like kind of going back to talking about those like death, death and life cycles that we were talking about earlier, where it's like when you recognize that like life in itself is death and life and rebirth over and over and over and over and over again. And you are so present and connected and actually inhabiting your body. You can let that shit move through you. And it's really, really cool what can happen when you're in a space where you just fucking let life, universe, source, God, creator, whatever it is for you, move through you and and exist in that and like play in that and just be in it. And and so much of that, of course, is is inviting people into experience expression excuse me and inviting people into places where they can explore their body like yoga in the commons which happens every tuesday night at 6 30 p.m on the halifax commons if you're not following yoga in the commons this is your invitation to do so um i really it's really i'm in this space right now where i'm i am exploring inviting people into nakedness because it's not just about getting naked. It's not just about stripping and like mm. being and embracing your body and being like, oh, right, here we are. Here we are, friends. <laughs> here we are. 
but being in that relation relationship with your body where it's like you notice the changes you're mm-hmm. interested in the changes in the process of aging and the way that life is having its way with you in the the going from maiden to mother the process of like mm. pre-babies to growing babies to having babies to nursing babies to like just like in it mm. in it and like present and witnessing and admiring and being interested and curious about the process that is your body and what ways in which life will shift your body Mm. like it's not just that but it's the when we invite nakedness in it's also the question of like what happens when I become naked and bare in my body can I also become naked and bare in my soul and explore vulnerability and explore intimacy Mm. in all of the ways because there's so what I've realized over my 32 years <laughs> on this planet is so many of the systems and govern governing bodies that rule us and the messaging that we're given on a daily basis is conditioned to separate us from our bodies, mm-hmm. is to separate us from ourselves mm-hmm. and to be so fixated on everything else and like the perfect ideas of what we should look like, what we should act like, what we should show up in, when that will never give you what you need. That will never give you satisfaction. That will never give you happiness. It will never give you joy. It will never give you peace. Because you'll always be in the space of, okay, I've reached this milestone. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? What are they telling me I need to do now? Mm -hmm. And so if if I can create spaces that invite people into vulnerability, that invite people into nakedness and that uh, ultimately invite them into more connection to their bodies and like getting out of the outer what's without and getting so invested in what's within because what we, where we hear the guidance that there is in this life, obviously I'm talking about my personal beliefs here, but whatever it is that guides you is you hear that voice within it's not without sure it is reflected without in nature because we are also nature in motion Mm -hmm. but the answers aren't outside of you the answers are within you and so my like entire fucking purpose is getting people with a fucking pussy to come home to their bodies Mm. and to be in relationship with their bodies and with themselves as a whole in this way that is in reverence Mm. right like how and i know like there's probably people listening to this that are like but that feels so fucking unattainable it's actually more attainable than most people think Mm. and the shifting point is when you show up and you like i'm fucking crying about this literally my god but it's the tiny ways in which you show up and commit to yourself. It's an act of devotion that brings you home. Mm. Right? And it's like, it's it's not about worshipping your body. It's about, like, remembering the divinity that lives within you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about remembering what made you. It's about, like, recognizing that you are a whole fucking human being. Mm. And that that, in itself, in its entirety is enough mm-hmm. is so much more than enough you just existing in this point in time in this body that you have is a motherfucking miracle 
Mm-hmm. And anything that you do and anything that you touch and anything that you say or impact when you're in your fucking body changes people. And that's what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like yoga is one way to do that. But there is also so many ways that I am creating spaces for people to do that. Like there is right now, um, starting July 19th, I have my first cohort of bear happening. So I'm offering a container called bear, which is a six week online container that is literally exploring the vulnerability and intimacy of nakedness in the body. So just really carving out spaces for people to explore their inner landscape and their outer landscape and in community, in a place where you can find that kind of security within one another because it's so hard. It's so hard to do this work alone Mm -hmm. because we're not meant to do this shit alone. Like we are meant to be in community. We are meant to be kind of supporting one another and also having that opportunity for being mirrored and like having those experiences be validated and having those feelings be validated. And so this six weeks is one of those things that kind of like came to me in a daydream where I was like, Oh, ah, (laughs) I'm supposed to do what now? (laughs) Okay, I'll do it. And it's so funny because it's one of those things where it's like I said yes to it and was like, I, okay, I don't entirely know what I'm doing, but I know that I need to do this and I've put it out into the world. Um, if you're interested, there's an application process. Um, Lindsay Amla RHN on Instagram is probably the best way to find it. Um, but in my bio, there's a link and there's an application process where it just asks you all of these reflective questions about like where you are, what the relationship that you currently have with your body is, um, trauma that you have in your life, support systems that you have in your life, and then a 15-minute call with me that's Mm -hmm. free where you get to kind of explore if it is the right fit for you because everybody is at a different place in their journey. And and for me in this container, it's like really taking the time and slowing down and making sure that the right people are showing up. And then... um, the thing that's really interesting is there's a lot of different things that are pulling me outside of this, like a podcast project. What? Um, Full support of. I'm really, it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Um, literally fucking wild. Yep. Uh, but there's a podcast project. I don't entirely know what the details are. I don't, I don't know much i know a lot about it but i don't know too too much that's how about i feel it. about the film project i'm like i know it's happening right i'm like all i know is it's going to involve people getting naked uh and talking to me yep and exploring vulnerability together with microphones in our hand on my couch which is going to be <laughs> fucking wild for a lot of people and i'll sign up oh please do you will you will be one of one of the first people for sure i've had a few people that are like oh, i need to be your first guest i'm like all right all right um love that but also this this like i have this vision in my head that like bear in itself is becoming something huge 
it scares the shit out of me a little bit, mm. which is like, oh, fuck, that means I have to do it. Yeah. Like, in the same way that Momgasm did. Mm-hmm. Like, in the same, like, ah, okay. Um, yeah, so it's, there's, like, there's going to be some sort of community component mm. in in-person things. There's going to be a retreat happening at some point. A bear retreat where people get fucking naked if they want to get fucking naked. Where people can explore getting naked around people who are already comfortable being naked. Like, there's just... There's also a photo project that's coming. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm also in doula training right now. Yeah, you are. Which is wild. And I'm sure there's probably people listening to this being like, wait, you're not already a doula? I'm sorry, I'm confused. (laughs) Um... So yeah, I just, I'm just, there's, not that I didn't know what I was doing before, because I absolutely did. I've always had a pretty strong compass or idea mm. of what what I'm supposed to be doing outside of that like six months that I had found where I was like, I don't know anything anymore. Yeah. Everything's dead. What's <laughs> happening? But so much of, so much of my life purpose is serving pussy. Mm. and like helping women for sure but really anybody who's got a fucking vulva get in their body and embrace their body and be curious about their body and be open into what the body has to offer them and it's Mm. what I've really really come to know is true is the more that you allow yourself to open up and explore and be unashamed within your body it also invites that same quality within your whole being. Mm. So it's like, if I can be vulnerable and explore nakedness, I could also do that within who I am as a person Mm. and show up and just say the fucking shit that I'm scared to fucking say and like do the things that I'm afraid to fucking do and just go for it. Just Mm -hmm. live life in the way that I'm called to live life. Mm -hmm. Ah! So yeah, I want to watch some people let babies come out of their pussy fuck yeah and i don't know just like do the rad shit i'm also taking one-on-one clients right now not very many i only have two spots open right now which is like wow really really nice um yeah because like coaching is one of those things where for a very 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 long time i kind of was in that imposter syndrome where I was like, mm. I've not technically taken a course for this. I've not technically done, mm. I don't know, the certificate that says I can do this or a thing that says I can do this. But conversation is that thing that that I have been gifted with and pulls genius out of people and mm. that ability to hold space in a way that doesn't ever make you feel ashamed mm. or question yourself. Mm. And and being in a position where, like, I don't want to say, like, cheerleader, but also, yeah, kind of. Mm. Like, that person could just remind you that you are capable and also give you permission that you don't have to do it, too, yeah. in the same way. Right? It's like, I I am... I am the individual who are f- who will forever believe in you and also give you the permission to rest mm. and take whatever the fuck it is that you need mm-hmm. and help you create or gain clarity around what that is. 
Mm-hmm. And again, it's all developing a deeper relationship with your body and a deeper relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have two spots open. Come work with me. So yeah, if you if anybody wants to find either of us on Instagram, you can find Lindsay at Lindsay Umla RHN. Though I might be changing that. She might be changing it. So if you want to find her, this is the date is July or June fuck. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, what time warp are you in? We're recording this on June 22nd, so I don't know. If you can find her at Lindsay Umla RHN, if not, you can email me at Lindsay E. You also have a website. At gmail.com. I do have a website. It's Lindsay Umla.com. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's dot com. <laughs> Lindsay Umla.com. Um, Though she might, she might get an overhaul too. She might get an overhaul. If you want to find myself, Sarah, you can find me at um, on Instagram at come to sanctuary. If you want to check out my website, yeah. it is also called come to sanctuary dot C A C U M or C O M E C O M E. Damn it. <laughs> Missed like, opportunity. Given the nature of the <laughs> podcast, I really did have to ask. <laughs> So yeah, like there's many ways to still work with us and yeah. still to still find us, but we have also agreed wholeheartedly that we are not deleting the Momgasm yeah, podcast no, Instagram. Um, exist. That will forever exist. Also, the den, like the, we're not gonna yep. we're not gonna fuck with the den. Never. Uh, I am gonna tell the boys who tried to enter to fuck off. Kindly. Yeah, I was also I I had started the message to one oh, of nice. them, I'm glad. and then I was like, I'm not in the headspace to do this. I'm not. I'm. D- I don't feel kind right now. <laughs> Good for you for recognizing yeah. that. So I promptly left that. Um, but yeah, the den is still open to yeah. anyone. Anyone with a pussy. Anyone with a pussy. Um, I don't even know how many members we've got at this point. Over 275, I think. Yeah. We're getting close to 300. So it's but the den is a space for you to just come and like yeah. let your labia out and chill. Yeah. Like it's, chill. A, it's a place to ask questions. It's a place to have like space be held for you it's yeah. a place to encourage one another it's a place to like yeah. share your fucking sexcapades yeah, your celebrate victories mm-hmm. your moments your like all of it yeah. is welcome like i recently i think the other week shared a story about being rejected by my partner mm-hmm. and all of the things that that brought up so it's it's just a place for you to go where you know everybody's a little bit freaky yeah you know everybody's open to talking about sex and all of the weird things yeah. and it's like that the way that I th- I envision that space continuing on is like the more that you folks show up in that space, the more that we can also show up in that space and just let yeah. it exist and continue and flourish yeah. and be what it is without like Sarah and I feeling like we have to be in there all of the time. Yeah, because what's really amazing is in doing momgasm, like the the quality of people that have come forward, that have engaged, that have listened, that have championed us, that have, like, shown up, that have been in the den, that have, like, just Mm. really plugged into this vision that we created, which is, like, we'll live on forever and we'll continue to develop and and grow. Like, those are the people that are living in the den and they're, like, quality fucking people that you want to be engaged with yeah and so like if you're somebody who's listening to this now and you're in the den like this is your permission to slip to show the fuck up more like you get to get weird babies like go wild please 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 (laughs) 
my god i know i love the dens so i would much. say let your titties out but facebook won't let allow us to do that no no unfortunately although i may have a way around that oh patreon no only fans i mean if you want <laughs> that could get real fun uh i don't think i'm prepared for only fans <laughs> fair same yeah no can't go near that <laughs> we can make money <laughs> but yeah no the <laughs> what did you just say like, i'm worth more than dollars. yeah i said that to somebody who messaged me on instagram the other day it was like one of those sugar daddy bots oh so i just quoted the bootylicious song my body's too bootylicious for you babe yeah, i just quoted that well done yeah that well was done <laughs> well done what were you gonna say my my darling uh, sarah um i don't know probably something along the lines of so yeah the magic is still there still accessible um and whatever magic we have yet to create we yeah we've yet to create that and it will come when it's supposed to come <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> 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 that was almost good. like a Beavis butthead. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, love, and a whole lot of cum. <laughs> or not? Or not? <laughs> okay, we gotta do that better. We gotta do that better. Okay. Are we, I'm not ready. I don't know. I'm not ready. Are we really signing off now? I'm not ready. <laughs> we can just keep talking. I'm sure it's been like two hours. <laughs> oh, fuck. How long has it been? Um, I'm going to cry if that didn't record. Oh, no. It did. Okay. Fuck. Okay. I know, but there's those moments where I'm like, but did it? Yeah. We're at an <laughs> hour and 34 minutes. We're at our usual time. I know, but I don't want to do it. It's not a sign. I don't think it's a sign off forever. You know, it's, it's but it we're is. still it is, but we're still showing up. We're still showing up in 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 different ways. <coughs> and that's how I feel about that. And <laughs> and that's yet to But it is a signing off forever in audio format. Yeah. For now. <sighs> so, On that, so um, a moment of silence. Mm. A moment of moaning silence. <laughs> I can't do a whole moment of that. Oh, oh you can. I could keep going. Oh, please do. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Look at look at those audio waves. Oh, you know that moment where you're like lingering, where you're like I don't on the phone. You don't want to say goodbye, kind of. But yeah. this is, this has more permanence to it. It does. It does. It also kind of has the same permanence of like when you have a sleepover and you don't want to say goodnight. Uh, you mean us in the tent last yeah, night? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> us in the tent. <laughs> Just giggling away <laughs> before the meditation. <laughs> we have to then tell us to be quiet. <laughs> Shut up, mom. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I love you. Amanda, if you're listening, I love you deeply. I love you. Um, Fuck. I don't want to say goodbye. 
And don't you dare say, we'll say, see you later. No, I'm not or saying something. that. I'm not about to say that. This is what I'm about to say. Mm. Mm. This is probably going to be the first moment I'm going to cry for this episode. Oh, well, welcome to the club. Welcome. Um, been here the whole time. <laughs> I'm so reflecting your vibe right now. It's okay, man. It's all adding to it. <laughs> is it though? This is how I'm going to start to end the episode is with... Um, I'm like the annoying little sister now (laughs) at this point. Um, to everybody that's listened, that has that is listening now, that has listened from the beginning, we love you. We love you. Thank you to everyone who has supported this podcast. Thank you to the people who have messaged us. With your most vulnerable moments. Mm. Thank you to the endless amount of support on this radical little podcast that we started. What are you talking about? It's not little, it's big, it's giant. Like my clit. It's giant, babe. Just like my areolas. <laughs> oh, honestly, same. <laughs> if you've nursed, you know. And, um, Linz. Hi. Don't look at me. <laughs> you can actually look at me. <laughs> you know that I love you with all <laughs> I don't know why it's so fucked Oh, fuck. It's not like we're ending forever, but it's just like... <laughs> But in some ways we are. Ugh. See, tissue, good idea. <laughs> I know this is a uh, chapter ending, but I want you to know. <laughs> that you and this podcast and everything that we have created together... has changed my life (laughs) and the the amount of love that I have for you and everything that we have created is still so very strong and I know that that love will continue and we will continue to create whatever we need to create together and I just <laughs> want you to know how grateful I am for these last fuck man I don't know it's been going like two years Something like that. There, was a, there was a big seven month pause there uh, for a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. so yeah yeah, I fucking love you, man. I mean, I know you're not a man. <laughs> yeah, but I love you too, But man. also, I know that you were not bothered by me calling you a man no. in that sense. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it PC. <laughs> it's just so endearing when you say I love you, man. Right? Well, it's my favorite movie, so. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yes. 
Like, can we watch it right now? Because yes. I have it. It's over there. Are you kidding me? You know I do. It's my favorite movie. I wasn't lying. <laughs> so while we move on to movie night. Um, yeah, like, uh, same. Like, I feel abundantly similar and i'm so, i know like we're just fucking prolonging this because <laughs> neither of us wants to hang up the fucking phone but i hope like as i say with like all of my classes that i teach i hope you took what you needed and left what you didn't and i hope you have the best fucking orgasms of your goddamn life i hope you light that pussy up <laughs> Or that dick. <laughs> Whatever. 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 It's all glorious. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I have, I will always <sighs> deeply treasure this season of life and all of, like, not just you, Sarah, of course you, fuck, you goddamn queen. But every single soul and person who latched onto this show and went, holy fuck, this is what I needed. And then, like, shared it. And and I hope that people keep doing that. And I hope that people keep showing up and sharing this. Because it is that thing that I want to just live on. And I hope that my kids at some point are like, oh my fuck, my (laughs) mom did this thing and it's so embarrassing. (laughs) But, like, if you really want to know about sex, you can, like, listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even pretend that you don't feel the same. Totally feel the same. (laughs) So, Alexis, if you're listening to this. (laughs) Henry, Roland. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I... I have so much gratitude and love and respect for everything that we've done, everybody that we've talked to, whether you've been on the show or you've been in the den or you've sent us an email. And I'm I'm so grateful to have held this space that we've been able to hold for the last fucking couple of years. And I am hopefully optimistic about whatever comes next and I really want to encourage everyone who's listening to this like if you've been drawn to us in any any way if you've connected to us in any way like reach the fuck out to us talk to us explore Mm -hmm. different ways that you can work with us because it's like if you're drawn in for a reason there's a fucking reason yeah and like none of us is done serving this community yeah it might change. It might shift in the way that we serve. Like, if you want to get weird and fucking show up naked and talk to me on a microphone and you're in the city, like, please <laughs> let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, there is... We're still here to be in a position of service. We're still here to hold space for you in so many ways. And I... Yeah. I'm just grateful. And also, like... But also, we were on Oprah. Are <laughs> you really gonna pull that out right now? Yes, I do, bitch. If you go to Oprah.com <laughs> or OprahMagazine.com, I think technically because we're on Oprah Magazine, but whatever. Mm. Um, we were quoted as one of the top ten best 
podcasts for sexuality. Fuck. No, let it live on forever. Don't what the fuck it. Don't question it. Wow. Damn it, the wine's gone. Wow, wow, wow. Is it really? It is. Oh, wow, it is. Yeah, so let that sink in. We were on Oprah. And uh, we will catch you in another way sometime soon. (laughs) So with that and all of the hesitancy and reluctancy that is within my body, peace, love, and a whole lot of cum. Or not. We love you all. Thank you so much for these last two years. Forever, baby. Thank you.